Hey, DGENs, it is Monday, May 22nd. The Nuggets are up 3-0, the Heat are up 3-0, the Panthers are up 2-0, and the Golden Knights are up 2-0. Are we on the verge of sweeps across the board? And if so, is that a good thing or a bad thing for sports? I'm Mad Max. Join me, the one and only Sex Panther. Panther, how was your weekend? Um, Relaxing. Played some uh, very competitive poker Saturday night and lost to Chubby Zebra. Played some poker. Good weekend. All right. Well, congrats to Chubby Zebra for, for winning that poker tournament. Apologies to you for, for not winning that, but seems like you had a good time. You know who did not have a good time watching sports this weekend was Mad Max. Uh, the Celtics, not so good. Not so good at all. Now, here's the thing. If, if, if this was happening against the Sixers, I would be irate. But it's kind of hard. It's, it's, it's kind of hard for me to be mad at the, the Miami Heat. It's a fucking eighth seed. I love Jimmy Butler. I love Eric Spolstra. Like really, like I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm almost happy for them. I mean, I'm bummed that the Celtics fucking shit the bed when it mattered most. Oh, fucking best team in the East, best team in the league most of the year, and uh, yeah, in the finals they just no sh- uh, in the conference finals they just no showed. So I mean, uh, man, this Celtics team not looking very good. Miami Heat, yeah, they got things clicking right now. And then of course out in the West, the Denver Nuggets they could close out the sweep tonight. We'll get to that game in a little bit. But that's not the only. I mean, I mentioned it in the in the cold open. Panthers, hockey, 2-0. Golden Knights up 2-0. Are we going to see sweeps across the board, Panther? Uh, I don't think so. I think the Nuggets probably might get theirs. Hockey, Vegas hits the road, so a little tougher task for them. And Carolina is in real trouble because they shit the bed. They're two games at home, so now they have to hit the road. A very tough challenge uh, for both hockey teams. Carolina, the most precarious position, just because Florida, team of destiny. I think we talked about this two or three weeks ago. Like, get out of the way. The Panthers are going to the Stanley Cup. I almost want to keep betting on Carolina just to make sure it happens. Well, we'll get to that game in a bit today. So, imagine all four sweeps happen let's just imagine we we wake up you know a couple days from now by the way i gotta still figure out for what's gonna happen next week i'm gonna be in germany so i don't know i might bring my microphone and we might be recording at like 2 a.m your time you know like 8 a.m germany time or some shit like that we'll, we'll have to figure something out uh but yeah i you know we, we might wake up and, and all fucking series just they might be done and so uh, it got me thinking, you know, it's it funny as I was talking to my dad uh, last night about, about some of this, uh, you know, I'd say um, unideal as a fan basketball that we're getting in these conference finals. I mean, for the teams themselves, cool, you're going to sweep them. But I mean, you want you want to see the best of the best, right? You want you want to be able to see like a competitive fucking series. And we haven't seen that. Uh, you know, we saw a competitive series against the Celtics and, and the Sixers. We, we saw... Uh, Miami probably have, a com- I mean, Miami hasn't had a competitive set. Miami's actually looked dominant. I mean, let's just fucking rewind back, right? They fucking dominated the Bucks, They dominated the Knicks. Now they dominated the Celtics. Miami's actually looked dominant. But, you know, so in talking to my dad, he, he had posed this one, you know, uh, issue that he has with the playoffs is, is reseeding or lack thereof. And then he even mentions, like, well, wouldn't it be better if the top seeds could just pick their opponent? Each round, the top, who, the remaining top <laughs> seed could just pick their opponent. 
and how fun that would be, how how that would make things more interesting, and also create some, I guess, uh, some some fun fun stuff for the press, right? Because it's like, oh, why'd you pick that team? Oh, you think they're going to be easier? You know, uh, is, is is there a need for change in the playoff format at all, or are you okay if all all of the sweeps happen? I mean, you have to be okay with all the sweeps happen. It's you know, Denver. Here's the thing with the Denver and the Lakers. If that becomes a sweep, is it looks bad, 4-0, but in reality, those have been fairly competitive games, right around five or six points each time. With Boston and Miami, I think what's alarming is that Boston has been completely outclassed. We talked about you know, the, how they maybe should have swept that series against Philadelphia. They should have been swept by Miami because they played like dog shit. Um, so I don't I don't have a problem with the sweeps and even even with hockey. I mean, look, these guys, three of the first four games have gone to overtime. If they end up being sweeps, you can't say they weren't competitive. They were extremely competitive. Just one team never won. Now, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves because we're only 2-0. But the, the alarming thing, I think, for me with Florida and Carolina is, as uh, Colin Cowherd has always said, you know, it. It's not a series until the home team loses. Well, the home team lost twice. So, like I said, Carolina is. But is it a is it a problem? No, the better team needs to win. And that's where we are with Boston. Like they were supposedly the better team, the higher seed. They absolutely pulled a no show the entire series. So, no, I don't have a problem with them getting bounced and kind of like you alluded to, maybe we're rooting for Miami. Like this is the swan song for classic underdog story. Miami heat NBA champions. Nobody saw this coming. Problem with Boston is they've played six good quarters of basketball. You know, they've played the whole playoffs. The whole, the, <laughs> the whole playoffs. Uh, that, that's, that's, that's the alarming issue with Boston is, I mean, they were up double digits in both game one, games one and two of the series, right? They, they were up 12 going to the third quarter in the second game. Right. And then they choked out that lead. They cannot close out games. And, and part of it might be the personnel. Part of it might be the coaching. It could be a combination of the both. You look at Miami when, when the most clutch team, in the playoffs, by the way, this is the Miami Heat. Uh, it's because down the down the stretch, their alphas alpha, and even their secondary players do their fucking thing. Martin has been fucking sensational. Stress has been fucking sensational. Uh, Kevin Love's been chipping in. Kyle Lowry's chip. These guys are chipping in and buying into the Eric Spolstra philosophy. The other thing too is Boston was supposed to be this dominant defensive team. I have not seen that. I've not. I've seen the Miami fucking zone absolutely obliterate the fucking Celtics offense. Like, I mean, it is it is like a world class chess master playing a fucking five year old right now. The way that Spolstra and his defense is destroying Missoula's offense. It, it is fucking. It's terrible when that zone goes on. They can't get a fucking good clean look for. Now it's exhausting. You know, playing zone is exhausting. But they also got the athletes on Miami to fucking do that. Jimmy Butler doesn't look... Yeah, I mean, as long as his knees hold up, he, he doesn't tire. This dude never fucking gets tired. You, you've heard the stories about Jimmy Butler. He, just, he fucking gets up 3 o'clock in the morning. He's in the gym. You know, game day doesn't fucking matter. This dude is a fucking gym rat. He's all over the fucking place. High energy. 
And he leads the tempo both offensively and defensively on that team. Boston's defense is no showed. In uh, you know, to to your point though, in in the West, there have been more competitive games overall. Denver's just a deeper team. Denver's just a better team. I'm not going to count out LeBron James. You know, I'm not going to say that LeBron uh, isn't going to give it his all, but they just look out fucking matched over there. But it's close. It is competitive. Hockey, same thing. You got lots of overtime games. It's competitive. So do I think that there needs to be a major change? No. Would I like to see reseeding? Yes. I, that's It's two different conversations here. I do think that there should be reseeding in the playoffs. Absolutely. I think it's stupid that you're not reseeding these things because what's why wouldn't you? It's not, you know, you don't even know who your opponent's going to be. So you can't say travel logistics. You're all in the fucking East or the West. I mean, you, just fucking reseed it. Just, you know, like have, have the team that played the best. Because you're basically saying the fucking regular season means shit. Regular season means nothing. Okay, you get the fucking one seed. You play the eight. But then guess what? You got to fucking play a tough team in the second round, no matter who fucking gets out of the other side of the bracket. I, I, I think that there should be reseeding. I don't think that that's a reason that these conference finals are uh, lopsided uh, game-wise because you're right. In three out of the four series that I'm talking about, it's actually been somewhat competitive. All right, let's get to one of those games, and that is the Denver Nuggets at the Los Angeles Lakers. Denver on the road, of course, took game three from the Lakers. Once again, Jamal Murray. And let's fucking, we'll get into Jamal Murray for a fucking second. Dude's a beast. Dude is back. Whatever fucking injury that guy had, unfucking believable. Anyway, they're on the road getting three and a half. Panther, I, I've got the envelope to my head. I can predict what the fuck you're going to do in this one. But you might throw me for a curveball and do something slightly different. Well, you know, so here's the thing. We talked about at the trade deadline all the moves that the Lakers made. And they, I mean, that is why they made that run in the regular season to get into the playoffs. That's why they've made that run to get to where they are in the playoffs. And on the negative side, that's why they are where they are. D'Angelo Russell has not been shooting well. A few of the other guys have kind of just chucked up bricks and haven't played the way that they have. So the depth that we thought that the Lakers had has kind of disappeared because they're not carrying the team. LeBron and Anthony Davis are not enough. The two best players in this series are Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray. And right now, the Lakers defensively don't have an answer for them. I, to, to me, it's just too obvious. I don't think, listen, if the head coach can say whatever he thinks, hey, the Nuggets don't have four, we're still in this. No, you're not. And LeBron's history, I don't see a lot of fight in this guy. I think when, I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up being injured when they're down 10. Uh, I think this series is over, and it's over tonight. Give me the Nuggets. The Nuggets. I'll take the points, but I think this is probably even a money line play. Give me the Nuggets plus the points for ten bucks. Yeah, I had the money line up just in case that's where you're going with it. I'm going to bet the Nuggets as well plus the points. I do think they, they they win this and close this out. And Lakers' history is is against them as well. Have not done well when they are down 3-0. They usually, I think it's it's. I think they always have been swept. I don't think that they've ever even won a game. And again, I don't think if down 3-0, I don't think the Lakers in franchise history have won a game four when down 3-0. Fact check me on that, people. If you're listening to this, you know, feel free to do some fact checking on that. I I believe I heard that statistic. I don't quote me on that. Uh, Definitely double check that. But uh, it seems like uh, it seems like the series is over. I, I, you know, you got you got to even put yourself in the Lakers shoes. Like, do we even want to make the trip to Denver? Do we, do we even want to? Like, we're in L.A. right now. Let's just fucking just stay here and call it a season. 
they overperformed for a bit. Um, you know, they, they they hit the fucking Memphis Grizzle when they were going through some shit with John Morant. Um, they had a good listen. I mean, you know, it's it's. I, I don't want to discredit this team for you know uh, not having a a good playoff run, but I mean, they hit some teams at the right moment. They ran into a buzzsaw with the fucking Nuggets. Nuggets get it done. Close it out tonight. All right, let's take a quick break. After that, we got a hockey game to talk about and a spattering of baseball. Stay tuned. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad? If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. We are back. We do have the Carolina Hurricanes at the Florida Panthers. Florida Panthers on the road beat the Carolina Hurricanes twice, taking a commanding 2-0 lead, as we mentioned in the opening of the show. Now they are home, hosting said Carolina Hurricanes. Ah, man, this line has done some movement around here. It seems like you can get the Panthers minus 115 or the Hurricanes plus 100. Panther, where are you at? Well, if you like hockey, you're getting a ton of extra hockey because both those games have gone into overtime. They've played a combined five overtimes in this series so far. Florida getting the edge by taking home ice advantage away from Carolina. And I think that is kind of what is going to be Carolina's doom. I thought for sure Carolina would win one at home, especially that second one, like not going down 0-2. But Panthers have stood tall. Now it's their chance to shine in front of their home crowd. And there's just no reason to bet against this Panther team the rest of the way. I'll probably ride them. I don't care if this thing goes to seven. Well, I like the Panthers to fire. I'll take that minus 115 to put 10 bucks on the Panthers. Stop me if you've heard this one before. They can't lose them all. Goes back to an Islanders like three years ago, right? Yeah, you stopped me. You stopped me. Uh, I do. I honestly, I do think the Carolina uh, Hurricanes could could absolutely be swept. I do think that they could lose them all. But something tells me that today they 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 hold on and they grab a close win in overtime. I think the Pucks have been bouncing the Florida Panthers way in this series so far. Luck is bound to you know pendulum swift, shift over to the Hurricanes at some point. I think maybe they can get it today. I think they can avoid the sweep in the series. Uh, $10 bet on the Hurricanes. I've been wrong in that series so far, though. I've bet the Hurricanes twice. Uh <laughs> on to baseball panther what you got uh let's start off in pittsburgh the texas rangers are in town bringing dane dunning in his 1.69 era 
going against Luis Ortiz, who's not pitching very well. I'm really kind of suspicious about this line because the Rangers are playing hella good baseball. They've got the better pitcher, and they're only minus 140. Maybe a little shady, trappish, something, but I'll jump in. Give me the Rangers for 10 bucks. I almost bet this one, too. I'm going to lean the Rangers with you. Let's see. The best line I can get for you would be minus 130 is the best line I can get you over at points bet, but does seem to be in the minus 138, 140 range in other sports books as well. Yeah, Moral Sport lean on the Texas Rangers with you. Next game up, we'll go to Queen City. My Reds are going to host the resurgent St. Louis Cardinals have been playing much better. I had them dead and buried just a couple weeks ago, but they, they've come alive. Now they'll throw Jordan Montgomery against rookie Brandon Williamson for the Reds. Williamson had his first start five days ago and pitched an absolute gem. I've got at least enough value to take the plus line with the Reds against these Cardinals. So give me the Reds plus 160 for 10 bucks. You know, we buried the lead in the opening. We did hit the DJ parlay on Friday. Congrats. Oh, yeah. Yay. We, we did hit a DJ parlay. I do believe we have the second addition to the DJ parlay today because I'm not just giving you moral support. I love that Reds play today. Tons of fucking value on Cincinnati, I believe. So, yeah, $10 bet on the Cincinnati Reds. And I am one of the, the people that have a stake in the Cardinals' uh, resurgence or, or coming back from, from the dead. I do think that they're playing much better baseball, but not that much better baseball. <laughs> minus 182, <laughs> minus 190 baseball. On the road, yeah. On the road, uh, $10 bet on Cincinnati. The Dodgers are in Hotlanta. I don't even know who the Stone guy is, but uh, he's going against Charlie Morton in Atlanta. Braves, I think probably regardless of pitcher. I know you said and they have not dominant at home. But I think things just get worse for everybody as the weather gets hotter and you go to Atlanta. Uncomfortable. They really start to assert themselves at home. At minus 155. I like this play a lot. Give me the Braves for 10 bucks. Uh, yeah, I'm going to agree with you. I do think that the Braves are the play. Uh, just a little too chalky for me, really. Uh, maybe... Maybe like ten dollars. This is minus one hundred and forty or something. That I'm probably betting. I'll get you minus one hundred and fifty. That's the best I can get you. I'm gonna lean the Braves with you, but I can't bet it. Right, last game up for me: the Miami Fish Hurricanes, whatever you want to call them. They're in Colorado, and they're gonna take on Chase Anderson. Remember that name, Chase Anderson? He hasn't been around for a while. He started out in the bullpen, and now he's starting for these Rockies, and he's actually pitching really well. I don't think the thin air helps Miami's bats at all. This is a team that just struggles to put up runs. And even though Cabrera is probably maybe the better pitcher, I just don't trust him in Colorado. I'm getting a plus line for a team that plays better at home. I'll take the Rockies for 10 bucks. This is where our agreement ends, which means you're going to either have to pick the Texas Rangers or the Atlanta Braves, where I gave you some moral support because I'm on the complete opposite side. I'm going to bet the Miami Marlins today. I do think that uh, Miami gets it done. Now, do I like eating chalk on the Miami Marlins? No. Not on the all. road, even? <laughs> on the road, no. Uh, but minus 122 is within that range where it's telling me to fucking bet the Marlins here. So I'm going to fucking follow my spreadsheet. Don't like anything else on the board today. 
So I had to give the listeners something. I gave them the Reds. We we gave them the Reds. We gave them the Reds. Uh, some disagreement here. Ten dollar bet on the Marlins. But that's it for me. I don't have anything else. Oh well, my pick is easy. I'm going to take the Texas Rangers. Uh, what is our? What is your play? Uh, well, we're going to take we're going to take the Reds. We're going to take the Texas Rangers, and then uh, we're going to take uh, the Denver Nuggets. Correct. Denver Nuggets plus yep. three. Yep. There so we that go. Would, that, that would pay us out a plus seven sixty five on the DJ parlay today. Most excellent. Well, you guys know if you want to hang out with us, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, but mostly exclusively right here in the asylum. Come in here and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you guys did over the weekend, what you're doing today when it's all said and done, kids. It's all make some money, fools. This show is sports entertainment. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. In short, don't be stupid. Gamble responsibly. We will not be held responsible. Peace.